You are now listening to the More or Less Podcast. We are about to insert some knowledge into your brainus. 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 Betty had a vacation from her job as a social worker for the state of New Hampshire. Barney worked for the post office. He dressed like a clown to make children laugh. Uh, it looked really, really human. The face was, was, was human. Space, time, years. Bullshit. Bullshit? Bullshit. Are we going to have an exit on this one? Like, are we going to make our own... Well, I know we... We can, excuse me. I mean, we can. I mean, no, hell, you don't say excuse me. We burp loud and proud on this. Like J-Mac. We're, excuse He's, What is it? I'm just gay, gay and, and proud. proud. <laughs> Most a, are. I mean, I am. <coughs> you know. I think you motherfuckers are just jealous. <laughs> Honestly. Dude, no, so a fucking... Shit. Gabby and I went on a uh, pub crawl one time, and this fucking guy A what came, crawl? A pub crawl. We go to different pub bars. P-U-B. Pub. boy. Pub. Thanks, Al. So what? we did this pub crawl, and somehow we ended up walking through the gay bar. And this guy walks up to me, and he was like... Us at Greenville. Dude, he said... He said, oh my gosh, I love your hair. And then he fucking ended up telling me he was going to go Batman? home. He told Batgirl? me he was going to go home and fucking touch himself to my hair. And that's I was like... That's fucking weird. Uh, okay, see, now, that's where I, I draw a line. Like, if you want to be gay, be gay. Don't bring that bullshit over here to me. I was just like... I don't want to go home knowing that there's some stranger is jerking his meat to you. To my oh. hair. No, not just me. My specifically, you, my hair follicles. Thing, my hair follicles has made this guy have a boner. But wouldn't that make you kind of flattered? No. I told Gabby when she came out of the bathroom, I have options. So I've had listen. Keep her I've shit had, in I've check. Had gay men. <laughs> I'm kidding. I had a gay guy I'm one kidding. time. He offered to blow me. He. <laughs> so how much did you get? So real quick, I was in a. Uh, it's like a build your own pizza hey, place. Twenty thousand is twenty thousand. It was it was a build your own pizza place. I can buy new friends for that in Morgantown. <laughs> so I'm up hey. there. We're having a good time, and uh, and I'm I'm pretty lit, and I'm like ordering my pizza, and the guy comes up to me and like he like touches my arm and something. He goes, "Oh, I like your tattoos." And he's like, "Oh, and you have muscles." And I was like, "Thanks, man. Thanks, bro." And I'm just like getting back to. Ordering Let's my just pizza throw this out here. We're we're not anti-gay. Like, if you want to be gay, you can be gay. I am not judging. I'm right, we are not story. judging. Just let in case if we do have some gay friends. We are inclusive in here. Yeah, in case if we do have some gay friends out there in uh, podcast, podcast land, podcast land. Uh, don't think we're hating on you. No, okay? it's, it's, is, it's just that we have experienced some situations that have made us feel uncomfortable because we are not on the other side. I can of the understand fence. how women feel when they're looked at like a piece of meat. So anyway, so this guy grabs my arm. He says, I like your tattoos. I said, thanks. And then he's like, oh, and you have muscles. I say, okay, thanks, bro. And I get back to ordering my pizza. And he looks at me and goes, you wouldn't happen to be gay, would you? And I'm like, no, thanks Most for asking. Most definitely not. Thank and you, then though. he goes, well, I suck really good dick, so. And and I was like, okay. I'm yeah. Good, man. I was just, and thanks, I specifically man. said to him, I'm good, man. Thanks. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to pay. And no blowjob for me. Thank you, sir. And then his friend is like, 
bitch, shut up. All your exes say you suck. And uh, and then they just have this little quarrel. I steal my pizza and I shag ass out of there. Yeah, they wanted to shag your ass out of there. But, okay, so enough about asses and wieners here. So right before ass. right before I left work to come over here to Al Studios. Um, more or less HQ. What? More or this less is not HQ. More or less HQ. So we anyway, have so locations we have Craigland so, Studios and A Rodland. A Rodland. Oh, no, we I have Craigland and A Rod Studios. Hey, wait, real quick. Sorry, go ahead. That's right. Craig Jordan, brother Craig, Pastor Dan, Book Woe, Mahindra. Mahindra. Where can everybody <laughs> go and listen to us at? You can listen to us at the More or Less Podcast on Spotify and More or Less Podcast on Castbox. Both are available on Apple, iTunes, and Google Play. So go download the, those bitches. Say now. Say now. Where can everybody go and like us and follow us? Mahindra. Mahindra. You can like us, follow us, One talk tonight. to us at uh, our Facebook page, which is dedicated to this podcast, which you're listening to right now. Don't mind the noisy motherfuckers in the room the, above us. The More or Less page on Facebook, dedicated to the More or Less podcast, as well as more.or.less.podcast on <laughs> Instagram, InstaG, the Gram, Finsta. Insta Couch, I think is what Craig said Insta in the couch. last episode. No, Insta Bear. Oh, the Insta Bear. Insta Bear. Yeah. For your Insta douches. Yeah, and don't forget, you can go to Patreon. No, okay, Pastor Dan, oh. if they wanted to donate to the Church of Mahindra, mm-hmm. where can they do so? Mahindra. Mahindra. <laughs> Patreon.com, search for more or less podcast. Is and you can donate a penny a month, a dollar a month, $100 a month, hell, even $1,000 a month. The $1, more, the merrier. None of you fuckers have done that yet. Thanks. So, appreciate And we say your... fuckers with the most up... The utmost respect. The utmost respect, but you're still fuckers. Right. We still love you, but you're still fuckers. It's like you two to me. I love you, but you're both fuckers. Thanks. Fair enough. You're Thanks. welcome. So anyway, so back at work. Mahindra. Um, me and a co-worker was talking about some drinking stories. Drinking and what? And he was talking about um, him tailgating at a football game here recently. And he and he was he briefly brought up he was drinking, a, like, you know those... Airplane bottles yes. of liquor, whiskey, or anything like that. Yes. Shot bottles. Yeah. So this was Fireball, was in those airplane bottles. And he's got a Angry Orchard. Oh, He dude. pours a shot of oh, the Fireball in the Angry Orchard. Have you had one of these? Ang- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Angry on. Bomb. Hold Angry the bomb. fuck up, Alex. Is he says, or he was talking about how, how good it was. It was still crisp, you know, like a Angry Orchard. But had that cinnamon taste mm-hmm. to it, and it's like called Angry Balls. Angry Balls is what it's called. And so, you know, I told him something. You know, I'm pretty intrigued about this drink. And he said that if you mix it with uh, Angry Orchard or Red's Apple Ale, it's pretty much the same. Yep. So you got Angry Balls or Red Balls. <clears throat> red Balls. And so. I'm thinking Excuse the next me. time I go out and buy or make me a mixed drink, I, I think I'm going to try that. And then I don't have to give a review dude, on, on what it's like. But see, now, I'm not much of a, you know a cinnamon good one? guy, though. A fucking good one is Blue Moon and Angry Orchard. And mixed? they call it apples and oranges. Ooh. I don't, that sounds good. Yeah, see, I don't I don't really care for Blue Moon, so I don't oh, I don't know. Yeah, You I liked that Mango Blue Moon, though. That's true, I did. That was good as fuck. Yeah. The Mango Wheat. 
But I, I kind of like, like the name. It's like, hey, you, oh. I want a Angry Ball. Speaking of, what are you guys drinking on this episode? I oh, got shit, uh, I meant to get a Dos Equis, I got another Heineken. Oh, I'm drinking a Dos <laughs> Heineken. Oh, and he said that uh, Fat Patties, there used to be a girl there. I don't know if she works there or not. The one over here by your house in uh, Barbersville said that uh, there was that she was the only bartender there that knew what a Angry Ball was okay. and, and could make it. You know, we're talking about all this beer, but we forgot to mention our uh, sponsor. World of Beer. Speaking of beer. Speaking of beer. Oh, head up north. Give us of some... Charleston. A little bit north. About Place three called, hours north. Called called Columbus? Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. It's in Easton. The Easton Mall. World of Beer. It's all the, the more or less podcast sent you. Ask him for a zombie pie. Who knows? Zero yeah, percent discount. You're going to get a yeah, zero you're, you're percent not, discount. Probably not Let him know the more or less podcast sent you. Guarantee you'll get a zero percent discount. But... They'll recognize it. They yeah. will. They'll say, oh, cool. Alex, can you tell everybody what the good news was that you received here a couple days ago? The message? We were we were asked to join. I just want to do a quick shout out to uh, the TAPS. TAPS at Heritage. Uh, TAPS at Heritage Bar. Um, they invited us to come and do a uh, uh, an episode with them. Obviously, we're in the talking stages of you know um, getting to that point where we are. Um, but right now it's, it's, it's good to know that, uh, they haven't, they haven't forgotten about us. We made a shameless plug, uh, about six months ago, six months ago. It, no, more than that. It's when we won the Harry Potter contest. It was back. Hashtag when it was still go cold. back and listen. It was probably February. Yep. Well, and, uh, we also like Al was getting ready to say, but we're getting ready to make a trip to go see see them again. We will do an episode or two, depending on the time time frame that, that, that we have on site. Speaking of that, we also need to get back to the world of beer. It's been a while since since we've been. Yes, so um, I will be so sure. Alex, to email if, want to make if a trip you can in email Brian, huh? Email Brian. Let's see if we can make a trip in October. We could do a Halloween type thing Ooh. up there. Ooh. Go up there like on spooky, spooky. on Halloween, Halloween weekend. Is a Thursday. I know you're not much on spending the night. But, oh no, I'm down if we're gonna go. But for I would prefer to if and not do what Halloween. we done the last time and drive back after all that. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, I would rather get there really early in the morning, drink and party with them, than stay, stay and then drive there. back the next day. That's what I, I would yep. prefer. So we if, can talk about all this off air. We will. But if you can get back with Brian, um, we'll. We'll do, of course, another episode or two at the World of Beer. Give us some shout-outs of what we you will, guys would like to hear for Halloween. Yeah, we will get back uh, with TAPS. Now, I did not have the pleasure of being at TAPS the first time that you all was there. Um, TAPS was before I, I got there. Now, which, or here, which my first episode here was on New Year's Eve. So, oh, if shit. that, if that gives you. Yes, was it that was. Skinwalkers? If, yeah. If so, if that gives you a time frame so, on the last time you, you was at TAPS, so which a huge shout out to TAPS for remembering us yep. that that long gun still want, wanting us back. So hopefully, sponsor number dose. That's right. So speaking of of like uh, skinwalkers and shit like that, you got something weird too. Yeah, something kind of weird. Happened we got a few weird like, topics this week. Is this like little like lines or shapes? Oh, they of ain't little. Shit? They're not little. No. Please enlighten us. <laughs> Made the dog jump. <laughs> so we're actually talking about the NASCAR lines today. NASCAR? 
NASCAR lines. Dude, I realized when I sent that in the Texas and NASCAR line. That's like, why I'm talking, I brought it up. So we were talking about topics, and Alex sent us something about NASCAR, NASCAR lines. And you kept, you, you kept spelling it wrong, too. I was, well, it's N-A-S- spelled N-A-Z-C-A. It's N-A-Z-C-A. N-A-Z-C-A. It's N-A-Z-C-A. N-A-Z-C-A. You spelled it N-S-C-A. Yeah. N-A-S-C-A. So in the U.S., it's N-A-S-C-A. In NAS. NASCAR. Uh, the Nazca lines. So it's NASCAR. So real quick, I just want to point out that the Nazca lines, there are three basic designs within these lines. Number one are just straight lines. They're straight lines that intersect and run different directions and do all these different things. The second is geometric designs, whether it's triangles, octagons, whatever sort of geometric shape you can think of. Those are sort of part of it. And finally, you have pictorial drawings. Things that pectoral? represent things. Like pectoral, like the muscle? Exactly. Or, okay. Now, so. there's more than 800 straight lines on the coastal plain, and some of which, listen to this shit, they're 30 miles long. Dude, some of For these, those of you this in other whole countries, area, 48 co- kilometers. This whole area covers over 190 square miles. Yeah. Now, um, there are also over 300 geometric designs, which includes shapes like, like I said before, triangles, Lego. rectangles, trapezoids. As There's well all as sorts of different ones. Spirals, arrows, zigzags, wavy lines. Some that look like um, pitchforks and shit like that. Right. Now, the, the Nazca lines are most known for... Animals. Their representations of roughly 70 animals and plants. So some measure up to 1,200 feet in length. Uh, and you can, like... So, for example, they've got spiders and hummingbirds, cactus plants, monkeys, whales, llamas, ducks, flowers, trees, lizards, dude, and a dog. Okay. Here's my thing. They have a dog. However, there's no dicks. Just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> of course. No dicks. No dicks. Now, one well, of their most famous... Hold on. Let me tell you something real quick before we get into this. So, most of these lines date back to 2,000 years old. Some date older... And this is this these is, these people, the Nazca people, were known to have been around from 100 BC up to 700 AD. And so that gives you a time frame. There was also uh, a group before them that some of these lines were thought to be there from them, called the Paracas. I believe that's right. Paracas Paraca. cultures. These people actually believed in binding skulls of infants. To get the oh, elongated skull. Really? So what? that's fucking crazy. Now, now we will say, the Nazca lines are lines that are only visible from, from the, the skies. Air. When yeah, you right. run down on the ground and you look out, you will not see these. So, throwing so, these all together, you could kind of see how we have come to the conclusions. Conclusion we're about to, come to. Yes. So. Yes. Do you want this be the Mac fact? It's up to you. Ooh, okay. It, are Use we early? Early. early. Shoot, sorry. Mac fact. The first known, let's put it that way, in air quotes known, published uh, Nazca line was 1553. Holy shit. That's when it was first documented? Right. I didn't know that. You're telling me... Wait, when did Columbus come? 1492. 1492. So you're telling me 40 years after after he came, literally 41 years after he came, they were seeing Nazca lines. Yeah. Wonder if that motherfucker had something to to do with it. 
doubt Columbus? it. Columbus? Nah. You never know. He, he, know what, he like hit the coast of the north and did white like people, white, Jordan, this is the thing. White people make like Stonehenge and Woodhenge and things like that. Brown people put things in the ground. You guys bring it up. We put it down. So, so. <laughs> man, what the fuck, man? So real I'm quick. Just so, Damn white people. So here's the deal. No, real quick. Sorry, go ahead. The Nazca lines are known mostly for obviously being of. Aminals. Like ginormous don't, magnitude. Don't, Geoglyphs. Ge- I hate Geoglyphs. To, I hate Excuse to cut y'all off, but don't we need to probably inform everybody in podcast land of where these lines are? Yeah, I said Peru. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, sorry. They're in Nazca, Peru. It's an area, we've already covered this, but it covers 190 square miles. Um, Alex has already mentioned some of them. Some other ones that I have found was that there has been a monkey. It's 360 feet long. There's a killer whale that's around 210 feet long. What they believe is a condor. Now, now these are the most notable ones that I'm naming off. There is a condor that appears to be 443 feet long. A hummingbird that is 165 feet long. A pelican, which is fucking massive, 930 feet, 35 feet long. And then you have a spider that is around 150 feet long. Now, just just for a little bit more in-depth of where it is, the Nazca Lines are in the desert plains of the Rio Grande and Nazca River Basin. So the desert floor here, real quick, just just to kind of give you an idea of how they're formed. The, The river basin is... Very rich in iron oxide, so that rusty color. It actually looks red. That yeah, that rusty color, you know, topsoil. So archaeologists believe that the Nazca people, what they believe, they removed that. They believe that the people removed the top twelve to fifteen inches of topsoil, which revealed the lighter colored soil beneath. Now, what they say is that it started okay. small scale, so they're probably thinking. 10, 15 feet across. Okay. And then it slowly became larger and larger and larger. Um, now, there's two kinds of designs that were put in place. The first was they would remove the rock and topsoil layer from the perimeter of the design. Okay. So you would have like this outline effect. Hmm. The second is removing the topsoil and this rust color from the inside. So you get that lighter, fully colored, kind of like this tattoo I have yes. here, how it's like a negative. Yes. Yeah. That's how it looks with that. Other ones are just outlines. Okay. So let me tell you something about that is, or let me ask you, how did you find that they removed the dirt from that area? Where, how where is it? this dirt at? It's just... Like, could they not find the excess so dirt here's that they the removed? Deal. Here's what I think. If they, if they did remove it from the sides... It's, let's assume that it's been 2,100 years, right? Now, let me put this into context. These are, these at most are 20 inches deep. Yeah. So when you are looking at this, it is literally, you drive a car over this and you are fucking ruining these fucking drawings. How wide were these? Like, they're fucking huge. No, 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 no. What, what? What oh, I mean, each line, if it's, if it's 20 inches deep, how wide? You're talking feet across. You're talking like four feet. If yeah, if most, you're making because they're making outlines like there's killer right. whales, there's fucking you know what all that sorts. pelican you said is like nine hundred something feet. Yeah, that's over three football fields long. Yeah, it's actually so one thing that actually not a single one of us have mentioned yet. There's humanoids. There, okay, okay. So that's what I was gonna touch on is that there is a humanoid and it looks like he is on the side of a mountain, and is his hand up in a waving. Yes. I think so, His yeah. Now, do you guys want to hear something fucking cool? Tell us. 
In 2018 alone, 52 new designs have been discovered. Really? What? Just in 2018. What? Yes. So oh, I didn't know that. Alfact. So, oh, wait. Alfact. So, <laughs> let me see. Okay, let okay, me. So, let's go ahead. Back in 2011, a Japanese team discovered a new geoglyph that appears to represent a scene of decapitation. Whoa. Now, it's about 4.2 meters long and 3.1 meters wide. So it's pretty, pretty small. small. Very small. Far smaller than So the is other this ones. one of the ones that they think came very fucking early? Well, we're, they're not sure. Because but they thought they started in small is, projects. The Nazca people were actually known to collect trophy heads. Huh. And the Nazca. Or the Paracas? The Nazca people. Now, in 2009, research revealed that the majority of trophy skulls came from the same population as the people that were that they were buried with, which basically means they would kill within their own culture. They wouldn't do it outside of other cultures. I have a question. Okay. How big is Nazca, the town Nazca? It's a region. It's not a. It's, it's not it, a town. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in Peru. Um, it's in the Peruvian desert. Okay, because now, these whole these whole Nazca lines cover 190 square miles. You can find these. Okay, over which, which is a, a big area, a big territory. Because what the the reason I ask is, you know, back, you know, going back all the way to early 1550s, you know, they found a, a lot of lines. Alex just said that you that they found over fifty new ones just in twenty eighteen. So my question is: Do you think they're fake? Was right? Was was all those done at one time? Are they periodically? You know, more of them being created. Like, is the Peruvians going well, here's out there and with and people? and if they found them in twenty eighteen? How old or how new are they? Because with our technology nowadays, they should be able well, to track okay. down. Let me break let me tell you something about that. Well, well let's we'll, we'll we'll wait a minute because not only did you have the Paracas people and the Nazca people, but you also had the Chavins. The what? Or the Chavins? It's C H A V I N. Probably Chavin. Now Chavin. the Chavins Chavin. and Paracas, they predated the Nazca. Yes. And they believe that they might have been contributors to the geoglyphs. Okay. Which you said earlier. Yes. Now. Um, the reason why nobody, so nobody can really put a finger on when they were created, but in that particular part of the world, there's almost no rain, no wind, no erosion factors. So that's why they believe that these Nazca lines have withstood the test of time and they've actually become essentially like part of the bedrock. Okay. You want to know, now this is what I was going to say about that. There is many... Who believe that they were sent on um, sacred spiritual walks. So these spiritual walks that they were fucking going on was basically... <laughs> I mean, it's like any other fucking spiritual spiritual walk that you could think of. But they went and it was almost like a trance-like. And that is where these fucking lines were put in. They well, actually the walked nobody, and pounded this shit. This is what some really believes Nobody knows why they exist. Okay. Now tell me... We can get I'll into say, the theories here in a minute of why they Well, well no, you you were talking about them removing the dirt, and mm-hmm. so I wanted to bring up the fact that they were stomping it down. Oh, they think because, they were like dragging their feet. Yes, they were flattening it, and that's how they made the lines, was it was just people walking and walking over. That makes so much more but sense. how would they get it so precise? Hold on. All right, let me let me get into a couple of Okay, go ahead. Here. I have hold on, I have a main question that's going to lead in, okay. into our theories. 
Are these things man-made or natural? No, they're man-made for sure. For sure. So it's 100% fact man-made. Allegedly man-made. Allegedly. Could be. Humanoid. Because, hashtag go back to our crop circles. Right? This is kind of like crop circles. Uh, Hold on. Because what I'm getting at is, remember we, we talked about how precise and how perfect these things were, right? No. That no man can make them. These things are, they're actually so, very precise. Right, so okay, with, they're precise, with, with these lines, Alex said that they're very precise and perfect on certain stuff. I also want to point out something. Can okay. man make that? Let's, let me let me go a little bit further into this and we can break down Can you down talk what about we, the monkey? Is, is that what you're going to talk about, like the actual shapes or what? No. Okay. So, a Peruvian archaeologist, I, I'm going to butcher this name, but it's... Uh, Toribio Mejia Excepe. Escape. It's X-E-S-S-P-E. So I'm guessing it's Excepe. He studied the lines throughout the 20s, but he never realized how big they were, the designs, the reason that they were there. It wasn't until the 30s that we were able to see them from above and really see their magnitude. Okay. So the question I thought it was the 40s. It was the 30s. Okay. So the question comes to rise, why so large, right? Why are they only truly visible from the sky? What's the point of making them visible from right. space? So a guy by the name of Paul Kosick, it was K O S O K. I'm not sure, you know, it, regardless, so okay. he studied the lines in the during the 30s and the 40s, and he found something really cool about it. What he found out was the lines coincided with the sun during the winter solstice. Hmm. Huh. So that goes to show that the lines had some astrological astrological meaning, and it it shared a meaning to the people that made it. Then you have a German archaeologist named Maria Reich who came in. And she studied it um, in the 50s. Yes. She came to the same conclusion. Did you get about Paul Kozak coming through? That's what I just talked about. Okay, sorry. So she thought the lines... So Maria Reich, she thought the lines had not only astrological meaning, but... Astrological or astronomical? Astronomical, sorry. She not only thought that it was astronomical... (laughs) No, no, no. There is a difference because astrological, you are literally talking about the, the... Constellations, constellations, okay. and shit like that. Well, astronomical or astro- uh, astronomical, astronomical is from space. Well, here's the deal. So she thought that it was not only astronomical, but calendrical, ca- cal- calendrical, like, like a calendar. Yes. Okay. She believed that the animal geoglyphs actually represented constellations of the ancient people. Okay. So then the guy, so Big Brother America had to step in in the sixties and seventies. Was and this Nixon? You know what that calendar is, though. What? The astronomical calendar. No. Okay. Well, little fun fact. Go ahead. It's also Back called the solar two. calendar. Mm-hmm. Called the what? Solar. Solar. Yeah. Um. It pretty much it. It just. It depends on the how far away the sun is from from the stars, not okay. the sun from the planets. The sun from the stars. Mm-hmm. You know, our calendar sun with the planet is pretty much the exact opposite of ours. It's how the sun is equivalent in the distance and how it rotates in space towards the stars. Okay. So, just a little fun fact. Mac fact. So, like I was saying, 
Thank you for that. Part two. Sorry. Sorry, guys. So it's Big okay. Brother America stepped in show. and they analyzed the line. Possibly the whole evening. And they actually put a stop to all the hoopla about it being aliens. Aliens or okay. astronomical from the foreigners. U.S. astronomer by the name of Gerald Hawkins, who's known for his work on Stonehenge. He wrote a book on Stonehenge, hmm. got really famous by it. But he came in and he looked at it. And he actually made a counter-argument to what the previous researchers believed. He basically said that there wasn't enough evidence to prove that the lines had anything to do with the calendars, yeah. the winter solstice, the stars, the sun, nothing. Um and in most recent studies, they're suggesting that the lines were actually designed to request water from the gods. Because there's so little water yes. within this area that... It is, theory, in a, it is in a dry river basin. So the theory is backed up by the fact that some animal depictions are symbols for water, fertility, and rain in the ancient world. Uh, the figures are found in other, I, I guess they're found in other ancient Peruvian sites. They're found on pottery. Okay. I have a question for you because you know we have a killer whale that was in the Nazca lines. Do you believe that this area at the time they had whales in this area? Like, do you think this was a river that was wide enough that was connected to the ocean? I don't think so. It would have had to be in a uh, massive. Uh, uh, but think about well, how big this territory is. But here's the thing, this area, two thousand years ago, would have had to be a peninsula. Okay. So they think that the the Nazca lines were designed to be essentially like requests for water. They, because it's such a hot commodity there, they think that it has something to do with, you know, needing water. Now, another theory, real quick, is. The lines represented a small part of a giant path. I think like you said earlier about like pilgrimages. Like, like the uh, sacred for, paths or whatever. Yeah, traveling yeah. for, you know, and it was designed as a path Okay. to pilgrims that led to temples. And once they got to intersecting <laughs> lines, they knew they were on the right path. Like, did you see the movie Alpha? Alpha? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you remember that scene where they're like looking for these stones with carvings on them yes. and they know once they pass that stone, they're like, okay, I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. And they carry on, they follow the sun or the moon or okay. whatever. So it was kind of set up to be the same way. However, when they got to these intersections, the people would take pots and plates and shit and smash them on the ground in a way of celebration. So the question that did, I still have, now, this is the end of my the thing. Sorry. Did you see the thing about the Paracas? With pot making, no. So, but, but real, but real go quick. Ahead. Before, well, it was going with what you were saying because at certain geoglyphs that were made, they had pots that were smashed at different than the Nazca ones, and they could tell that there was a difference because the Paracas would paint them after they were glazed, whereas the Nazcas would paint them before they would glaze. So there was a for sure differentiation uh -huh. in between the two different cultures. Okay. So you could see though how the Paracas culture, I guess, of smashing carried over into the carried Nazcas. into the Nazcas, and maybe it was just a culture that died out and the Nazcas took over. Okay. See, but hmm. but I still have the question: Why was there the humanoid? Why are they so large that they can be seen from the sky? He was a legit guy that looked like he was in a suit with a helmet. Here's my thing. 
Here's what I don't understand. They are literally big enough to be seen from space. Yes. That's why I keep referencing back to the crop circles. Was it just to? But here's the thing. Was it just to see if their gods were listening? Well, I was gonna say, or is was it, this set up as a is way it source to say, "Hey, we're here." Is it some sort of a um, them trying to talk to us, or you know, like with crop circles? We talked about that. Is it their own way of saying we are here? Here's my thing. I have a really hard time understanding, and I've asked this question since I think I was in middle school. We've had the same resources. Literally the entirety of the human race, but only in the last 200 years. Do you see a fucking insane amount of intelligence and fucking... Yeah, I don't understand why. Like, Jordan, did you ever imagine that you would be playing on a fucking phone... When no. you were four years old. No. We didn't have this shit. Like, this we, is the I remember thing that people, when we had cassette tapes. We had cassette tapes. Yeah. Like, I was joking with this this kid who I train. I say kid, he's 17 years old. He never grew up with fucking Walkmans. I remember having a Walkman. You had to walk very slow, because if you bounced to that bitch, you were not listening to your CD. Yep. And it had the real thin headphones. Yes. But you tell me how in 2000... Fucking 15 years ago, I have a CD Walkman, and now all my fucking songs that I love is on my phone. But that's what. But that's my thing. Like, I, I find it very difficult to believe that these people were just making these signs to ask for water. I think that there was such a deeper like. It's things like these where we don't have an explanation. We don't have somebody who's talking just some dumb shit like in our previous episodes about alien abductions i think in scenarios like this where you have an ancient civilization that builds these things that set these designs in place yeah of humanoids of different animals they have they have a figure that nobody knows what it is it's some sort of creature that's spotted with a bunch of legs that they don't know what it is that they just have predator out there they they don't know what it is why would you have that i think they, they even say that some of the lines represent or look like a landing strip. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I was getting. Well, I, I, I kind of read on some of the theories of what they think, you know. That one? That's the one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of the ones that, or some of the theories on what they think it is or where the camp came from and all that. Seems like most of the theories I've read is it brings up the waterways. You know, like. They designed those for for the water to flow a certain direction. Hmm. It is like just an irrigation system. Look which, at all which, okay, it's fine if you want water to flow a certain direction, which is fine. But why is it in the shape of a monkey? But this or, is the thing. You know, why it, is it in the shape of a alien waving back at us? What here what is does the shape water of all flow? of them, and it shows the exact direction. So when you're looking at it, you are not seeing. A specific direction of which they are all facing, correct? Correct. Okay. So, let's get into the theories of what we think was happening. Is that uh, safe to say? Yeah, yeah. This right. would okay, probably so be a good time since we just kind of gave the facts about what what it is. People studied them. Historians of they're continuing yeah. to find. So now it's time for lines. us to what decipher. What, what do you guys think? I think that this uh, this like I was just saying a minute ago, humans, humanoids, something like this. 
it lowers my skepticism of aliens. Yes. Because it makes me think, why would you put that there? How did no you access. fucking do it? You have no access <sighs> to see it. Yes. In to its me. true form from the sky. How do you know how far apart these legs need to be the entire Now, granted, and, they and don't break fucking... Off. Like, if you look at the monkey, it fucking looks goofy. Its hands are fucking all twisted, and its right, feet right, are... Right, right, right. But you it can, look, but, but you can you still see the shape... You know what it is, yes. ...of what it is. Now, I'm one to... As the fucking hummingbird is wild. That yeah. It's very geometric, perfect for, shape. For those, those, for those in podcast land... If you, you haven't ever look seen, look at our Instagram. You're going to see the pictures. If of, you have never seen of pictures of these lines, please right now Google it while you're listening to us, or go to our Insta. Yeah, Google and just look at some of the pictures. I'm not saying all of them. Yeah, but one of the most famous ones you're you're going to see is what Craig talked about a alien in air quotes waving back at you. It's it's literally so, and, a guy now in what, a suit with a helmet. Yeah, what I was leading into was I'm not one of believing in aliens as y'all know yep but this is probably the most unexplainable um topic we've ever talked about because we can pretty much decipher anything and get to the base core we can break of, it down enough you know to know what we probably happened a lot of our fucking abductions that we've done have been have made us very skeptical yeah i'm not saying we we know it all because we absolutely don't but the three of us combined, we're smart enough to know what is and what isn't. This one, I got nothing. I mean, yep. I mean, I, that's I, the thing. Like, that's fucking weird. I want to say that it was man-made, but in a way, why would man, as in us, d- do something like that to only be seen from outer space? Is there somewhere going out on a limb here Holy that shit. that aliens really do exist? And this is our way of communicating with them, or are they coming down to us and communicating with us? Like, like, hold on, like they knew, they knew that years ahead of time we was gonna have the technology to be able to go into outer space and you know be able to see stuff up only only from space. You know what this makes me think of? You remember when we did the episode on the Hopi ant people? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what comes to my mind. Okay, because they're hieroglyphs where they drew these. Question. I have a question for you guys. Did you see about the fucking three-fingered, three-toed humanoid from Nazca? No. Yeah. I don't think I don't remember it. They found a fucking humanoid skeleton. What? Is that legit, though? Dude, this is fucking all sorts of shit. Mummified. All sorts of fucking things are on here. Now, I don't know if it's... It looks pretty legit. There's a bunch of news things on here. They have actual x-rays of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. So I'm, this... Mm. Now, seeing a humanoid does kind of make me skeptical. Like that. So had it just been the lines, you would have had left it, it just been like, lines. oh shit, we don't know what it is. We don't know what they okay. represent. We don't so know what they stand for. I look at the pictures, and I see the humanoid, and the humanoid is found crossed. Instead of four fingers, it has three fingers, still has a thumb, same on its toes. Which is the stereotype. Typical okay. way of an alien. Now, have we ever talked about the story that our dad told us about being in the woods and seeing a UFO land? I think. Have I, you heard the story, I, Alex? I feel I like I feel like I okay. have, but I don't know as us as a podcast. Now, has. I'll tell you this, and this is this is way before I've ever seen this fucking picture. So my dad told me a story. Oh yes, in the he, snow. Yes. So my dad told me about one time he went fucking hunting. Now we just literally just now 
found this picture. Literally just now. And found we've this known picture. this story since we were four. Itty this bitty. was before our little brothers were born. So, so you're talking three, four, five, six, years five, old. six, five, and six years old. So our dad told us this story about him and his buddy Richard going out hunting. And he says that they remember in the, that they were in the woods and he could see a light that looks like it's coming through the trees and it sounds like something's crashing. And I don't remember exactly if he fucking heard something that made him go up there. He, our dad was weird, dude. Like he fucking raised us watching like Nostradamus effect and fucking Judgment Day, End of Day, Doomsday shit. So weird. Woo-woo shit, man. So he fucking tells us that he goes up into the woods and he looks down and he could see what looks like something landed in the snow. And then he could see what looks like footprints, like a human footprint with nothing. And then out about six inches, it looks like three suction tucked toes on the ground. Hmm. And this is walking around. Now... If you knew my dad, you would probably think... Like, if you didn't know my dad, you're thinking that I'm telling you this story is full of shit. Hold on. So, he didn't see anything walking. He just saw the footprints. He just saw the footprints. This was after the thing left. And our dad has told us fucking crazy stories about them going up into the Rocky Mountains and jumping off of pine trees and swinging. Grabbing another one and swinging. He broke his back cliff diving. Like, my dad told us crazy stories. Yeah. We don't know what's true and what's not, but... As a kid, you 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 believe everything your dad. You're very the, the crazy thing is is that he mentioned specifically it had three toes, looked like a human hmm. foot without anything, and then like six three to six inches away was three toe looking things. We look at this and you literally see three toes, and this trips me out because I have heard this from my dad when I was fucking six years old. I mean, that's kind of mind-blowing just to hear, Yeah, really. Um, I mean, I can say personally, I haven't experienced or heard of a story from a peer or a relative that has experienced something like that. To me, I'm just kind of in that unexplainable. See, my you thing know, is, though. And, and I really want to believe it's a natural cause. <laughs> and I mean cause as in a very vaguely, loosely term. Cause as... You know, like with these waterway theories, you know, it just it just so happens, or you know, like some it of, makes it, it makes some, it a little bit more palatable. Yeah, you know? some of the but the, you're not fucking making water. Water is not going down this way to make these fucking paths. And where is it coming out at? Right. Is the water just pooling in this specific? Well, here's the deal: people believe that it might have been made as an irrigation system. Yeah, in these designs, because that was the. That's how they okay thought about it. I could kind of see that because water could follow that. that and then the Romans fucking had irrigation crazy. system and stuff. I'm but. a gardener. I fucking you know I grow beans. I grow lettuce. I grow fucking herbs. I in my in no right mind would I ever fucking put a weird irrigation thing. And I could understand if you very dry and arid. Like what would they be fucking growing? Corn, beans. Yeah, I, I mean I, well, I, I, again I back to the back to the Hopi people. They grew fucking beans in caves. Yeah, you're right. It's just, it's hard for me to, just because I think I'm so against aliens that I'm trying to find a way to, to make myself believe it's not. Two things are possible. Yeah. Two things are possible. Either we're alone in this universe or there's somebody else in the universe. Both are terrifying. I feel like this is the only that I know of only let's let's put it that way 
that I know of only, I would say, evidence that there might be somebody else. Just because there's, I don't have any explanation of what else it could be because yeah. I'm so biased about against aliens and ghosts and all See, that that shit. So, but th- this is one that I don't know. You know, it's, it's like maybe there is something or somebody else. The thing that is trippy, and all the people in podcast it's land trippy agree, just is because, because they fucking made the shit with nobody in space to give them direction. That's what I'm saying. That's the as you say, trippy part of it. That's where you can come up with the idea that, okay, maybe somebody was flying overhead. Yeah. And maybe a, a shadow was being cast as a stencil. Like, do you think maybe that's what happened? Like, they just sat there and wait until a shadow came by. And then just like... No, they had fucking a team waiting. Like, you know how they had... Saddle for the boys. For the pyramids, they had their fucking grand pyramid maker. What was he? Grand Architect. Yeah. They have their Grand Architect of the Nazca people. So he's standing there, and instantly he sees it, and they all whistle and take off. And you just have your guys who sprint out the line, and then you go back and trace it out. My thing is they're so precise. They know to stay 30 feet apart when they're doing these spider's legs. Well, and and that's what's getting me, because we have talked about in the past with Alien... the alien stuff that their technology is far superior than ours at that time yes. at that time so back in the early 1550s let's just say 15, there are it was 1533 okay let's just say that there are aliens just for the sake of the argument let me ask you how did they see these in 53 in 1533 alex Say it again. How did they see these in 1533? Who's they? The Spaniard. The Spanish. They might have been on top of a mountain looking down and noticed weird lines. Okay. And just made a ledger like, hmm, interesting lines lines going through the desert. Or they like trip over it like, hmm, and look and see that it goes for miles. I wonder back in if in the 1550s or Craig likes to say 1530s, their technology was so far superior than ours at that time that they were already able to fly or hover, you know what I mean, to, to, to see those from the sky for all where we, we know, wasn't. Like I've said before on this podcast, for all we know, there's a guy that I follow. Well, I've watched his videos. I don't necessarily follow him. I've watched his videos on YouTube. Who? Um... You don't have to give him a shout out. The the YouTube channel is Bright Insight. He's he has this theory that every thirteen thousand years, there's a catastrophe. See, he and according to him, was he calling a catastrophe like a flood, world or, catastrophe, like or like would, like extinction factor catastrophe? Would that the in Black the world. Plague be considered yes. a yeah something like that. okay hashtag go so, back. So he says that every thirteen thousand years, according to these ice, like they dug ice cores, they dug yes a mile down, pulled out ice cores and saw that the temperatures on Earth during these times were either warmer or colder. So it's ice age, extreme heat wave yeah. where it was just these extinction level events. So what if you know at this time, right after right, let's say boom, extinction happened twenty one hundred years ago, right? Okay. And all that was For left who, the were ancient people that 
they had no way to describe what See, they were seeing in the okay. sky. So you have people like the Egyptians. Yes. And the Nazca yes. people. I and totally I totally agree with you. So this is my thinking is that when you look back, the pyramids they believe were built around twenty three hundred. And I'm not trying to go into another topic. But twenty BC or A D? BC. Okay. So twenty three hundred BC. Or like or excuse me, forty three hundred BC. But the only other time that they could have been created was 43,000 years before. So they could have been created 43,000 43, BC. Now, this is the thing, is that people do believe, and there's some, some um, I guess, groups out there, like Alex said, that there was a huge, massive, amazing cultural... Cataclysmic event. Well, there, there was a culture that fucking ran everything, and they were super intelligent and everything like that, and then, boom, a cataclysmic event. Now, let me tell you this. It would literally take one generation to go back and reset. If something happened here, what's, what's your first thing? You're not t- trying to teach your kid how to read or write or anything like that. What's the first thing that you're teaching them? Survival. Survival. Hunting, eating, fishing, Have things we not, like that. We talked about yes. that on one of yes. the yes. last recent that. episodes yes. of season one. Hashtag go back. Of, <laughs> of not this same type of thing, but we did end yes. up getting into of... You know, we've always talked about how history repeats itself. So is now, it what, so far fetched to think that what there might have been what if as what if if in fifteen hundreds fifteen yeah. Let's just say fifteen hundreds. Not even so much that. These were created in two thousand BC. Yeah, let's just so say the, let's just say twenty three, twenty five hundred years ago. For the sake of the argument. Yes. That technology and all that stuff is just as advanced as we are right now. But as Alex said, a catastrophe happens every 13,000... Everybody that, gets that wiped out. ...thousand years that everything gets, as you say, reset... Yes. ...and start back from scratch. So, is there going to be a, a catastrophe like that in our lifetime? I don't believe so because it, of the black Is plague. it going to be possible? Just, that, was okay. that was 500 years According ago. to this guy, this Bright Insight guy, he said, we're at about 12,700 years from the last global catastrophe. So we're coming up on it. What was the global What was the global catastrophe that happened twelve thousand years ago? It could have been the ice age. It could have been some meteor. It could have been the great flood, which they've actually scientists have broken it down. The flood of where 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 God flooded the whole earth. Moses. Noah. Noah. Yeah, that's why I said Noah. Yeah, I said Moses too. So, so they're 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 going to prove that the flood actually did occur, which could be a future episode. The the reality of it compared to the Bible. Yeah, but. It, they're not sure it could have been the flood. It could have been the ice age. It could have been a meteor about 12,700 years ago. So it's, I actually don't think it's too far-fetched to think or to propose that maybe there was a catastrophe right on the cusp of that 2,500-year mark okay. where there was an advanced civilization that got destroyed, and then all you have left are these people that are teaching their children and their great-great-grandchildren the fundamentals of life. And they're these incredibly intelligent people, but they don't know how to put it into words what they've been or thinking. Or it's they, a completely different see. language than what we... Well, okay, not trying to cut everybody off. No, no, no. Because I'm sure our listeners probably start to get bored of... At this point, of, we're of, brainstorming. Sorry, of our sorry. theories. Just real quick as... I'm, and and I don't mean to be rude, but in the basis of your theory, what what do you think, Craig? What do I think? Yeah, I think that this was an ancient culture that was far civilized, 
and they fucking like like ahead of their time maybe yes definitely ahead of their time because you can't fucking take we have to look and see that these people also had a lot more time on their hands they are not like us to fucking be able to sit around and fucking talk on a podcast or sit around and play fucking video games didn't work how, all day. how do you know that because okay, just you're just right. just as saying, just as we just said, evidence whatever they could be far advanced. Right. So I believe that it could have been an, an advanced civilization that that created these. Did they create them from the space? Like somebody was giving them some pointers. Who fucking knows? I do think that an ancient civilization created these. I don't think that these are more recent. Um, and I do also think that these are some sort of communication techniques with another. Ma. Before I ask you, I have another question. Why NASCA? Why and Str- okay, hold, hold on. I'll tell you about wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the only place with these lines? Okay, so because I, I, I did not, know. I did not read. You do that, have other but these are definitely as, the most popular ones. You do have other things such as Serpent Mound. So Serpent Mound is in Ohio, but this is something that is built up. You also have Stonehenge. Stonehenge has been completely rebuilt, so we have no idea what the fuck it looks like. But it is that. Now, let me explain to you why NASCA. Because NASCA is so arid that it has been able to keep these with Mother Nature's assistance itself. The so wind blows. So little rain. So wind, little rain. And no what happens is the wind blows across and all. it blows the fresh red dirt right out of it. So these NASCA lines are based. They're literally like six inches down in the dirt. And they're part of it now. Yeah. There has hmm. been people who drove that part out there where you're have gotten in why deep they chose shit that area from driving across them. Where you're asking why that area, that part of the Peru is so dry. It's so dry. Arid. It's almost it. It's weird because it makes too much sense. Like it's the perfect place to put it. You couldn't so, put it somewhere like West Virginia could, or in the Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah. So could you could you say that this is a? I'm gonna use quotes air quotes in this. Yeah. Natural acts of God, and I don't mean God as in God what we believe as in a have. There have been some things we've we've talked about, right? So you talk, we've talked about the Buffalo Creek flood. Okay. Natural acts of God, right? Could this be a natural act of God? Like it was just gonna happen, right? I don't know if it was essentially just. Are no you pun intended, the, but this is kind of one of those things where the stars aligned perfectly for these people. Yes, how to many put topics this in place. and how many topics have we talked about recently? It just so happened to be See, but everything right, right? And that's crazy. The, when we talk about a fucking Titanic, it just exactly. So that's happened. exactly what I was getting ready and to say. Fucking that was the first one we've talked about, which was when we went up to the World Beer here. However long, go back. yeah, however long ago it's been, we done that episode the night we got to the yes hotel. That's when we first really started to break down everything about how skeptical we are about things. Well, it things just actually, so happened it was the perfect storm, right? And you're in, you is, know, is this that, a perfect yeah. storm type thing? It could be that these people set this up to be a perfect storm for the success of these Nazca lines. And for around. all we know, back back whenever they did this 2,000 years ago, it could have been rainforest. It could have fucking we been just fucking grass. Know. It could have been grass and they just... like. That would like have been so much, not even that, it would have been so much easier if it was grass to just stomp and stomp <coughs> the shit out. Because you would literally be able to see that shit in the grass. Now, I don't mean to cut yeah, you you're off. Good. What do you think, Alex? I'm, I'm kind of... I actually, because I don't have an explanation, <laughs> like we've been saying this whole time for the last half hour, 
I have no explanation for it. I actually think that this might have been a way of them communicating to what they believed were the gods. Yes. And this which, is what, the, hold, now when you say they, who who the Nazca people, the okay. Paracas, the Chavans, this or the Chavans, this honestly to me feels and and I'm going to use this term loosely. It it might be the first and last time that I use it, but I think this is where ancient aliens may come into play because nobody literally nobody at that time i don't care what you say nobody had access to see this if if our historians are correct and there was nothing there, allegedly nobody had the ability to see this yeah. from the ground nobody you could only see it from the skies from the stars and i think that's why they made it the way they did as grand as they did in size so that their gods could see it, or what they believed were their gods, i.e. it could be, and again, it's the first ha- first and last time I'm going to use this in a podcast, they're, they're ancient aliens that they perceived as gods. Have have you ever watched a show called... Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, I've watched so it. My dad, hashtag K-Mac, hashtag Big Mac, loves that show. Now, he, dad actually did bring this up here a while ago about us doing a topic about this. He is also kind of where I think I can speak for all three of us. It's more of an unexplainable type thing. You know, we, as we said before many of times, that we can decipher a lot about what, what happened. He is also at a loss with us on what caused it. I mean, do you think there's do you think there's any really one reason? Is it just strictly ancient aliens are we in agreement as a podcast us three that it's definitely more aliens than man-made that i think it was made for aliens hold on this depends this depends on jmac what do you mean you said it's so unexplainable that you don't know and then you just asked are we in agreement that, that it's, it's possibility aliens, aliens? so this is the, so are you we have this is the only thing I, I will say this is probably more alien Alien noise. This is the first thing. Then first time Jordan has believed in aliens. I think. Then humans. Okay. Just because it can only be seen from space. Then because, we are in agreement. We because in agreement. because man wouldn't do something just to be seen. Just they wouldn't do something specifically okay. just to be seen from space. Let me tell you. Because man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ahead, man, man will do something like that. But you're going to also be able to see it from ground level. I think as well, about not, the paintings not in space. the caves of right. the buffalo and the elk yeah. and the handprints. Yes. Not man once is do not, we make something that grand that man, we can't appreciate. Yes. Right. Man, artists. Man artist is not built, built like that. Sorry. I, think, Very I so. think that it's safe to say that this was made, like I said, for their gods. gods. And I do this in air Whether quotes. it's gods yeah. or air quotes. Gods. Loosely gods termed aliens God. or... Yeah. For their gods, yeah, and and I, I, I actually think that it might be the the one that I think I can this get is the first time with. that we've agreed that it is alien related. The only alien thing that like. still gets me that it's that aliens still don't exist is because I don't think there's enough stuff out there like this to keep proving facts of aliens. Could be. I we, mean, you, you can't just go. Well, listen, you, you guys. Listen a lot more because we may be doing a lot more research. Maybe, Maybe. this is this is something that I think so we can continue to check we in would, on in the next couple of years. Yeah, we would definitely 
and I'll speak for all three of us, we would definitely love to hear y'all's opinions. Uh, On maybe the lines. Yeah, maybe y'all might know some more facts than we that we know that we didn't get to cover or or speak about. Please let us know, and we'll maybe even do some research about it. And on a future episode, hey, give you a shout fact out. Check us, honestly. Yeah, fact please check do. Because I feel like I feel like I did my due diligence. I, I went through National Geographic, went through the History Channel, I went through articles and yeah, looked I things up that that made me. You know, I felt like we did our due diligence on this. So, yeah. if you fact check me and you you think that what I said was incorrect, or you let, think that we let us things, know. Let us know. However, in the meantime, you can find us on Facebook at the More or Less page dedicated to this podcast, as well as on Instagram at more.or.less.podcast. Oh, we Ooh. need to uh, remind everybody our little slogan. What? This is the More or Less podcast, where less is never more and more is never enough. Bam, there it is. Craig, where can everybody listen to us? You can go ahead and listen to us right here with your ears. Because we have mouths. We are available on Apple, iTunes, and Google Play through Spotify, more or less podcasts, and CastBox, more or less podcasts. Comment on CastBox, you can, right? CastBox is actually free, so fucking go download that shit. Fucking download that. Let us know. Get involved. Spotify is free, too. Yeah. Like I said before, to a degree. Um, Um, Jordan, if they want to donate to the Church of Mahindra, where can they uh, do so? Mahindra. Mahindra. Uh, you can go to patreon.com, search for forward slash, fuck this forward slash shit. You can search for more or less podcast where there is an a unlimited, no minimum amount of money that you can donate to this great podcast. We actually have a maximum. Do we really? At this moment, it's a, yeah, maximum amount. Which is? 500,000. So the first person who could hit our maximum amount of donation you might win something. My, you fucking will. Like, I will personally <laughs> somebody, drive to your house. Somebody donated $500,000 to us. <coughs> That'd be awesome. We're buying a fucking studio. Yeah. yeah. But in the meantime, that was the Nazca Lines. More, More or less. less.